Welcome to the Outside the Hashers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Mogg. And for those who don't know me, I'm the Chief Creative Officer for West to East Empire, which is Russell Wilson's brand management and production company. I've been covering the NFL since 2014, working three seasons on Sunday Night Football, and was fortunate to win four Emmys in that time. And I've also been able to photograph and film over 100 NFL games, including three Super Bowls, which is just mind-blowing to me. And this podcast came to me as an idea that I need to do a better job of documenting these experiences that I'm fortunate to have while covering the NFL. The goal of this podcast is to provide a short recap of my experience at every single Seahawks game I'm able to attend this season, what I think about the game, the kind of camera gear I'm using, and some travel tips and tricks for those of you who like to venture to NFL cities and follow your teams. I've been to almost all of the cities, and so here it is, week one of the NFL season. It is Saturday night in my hotel before the game. We already had Bucks versus Cowboys, which is just a tremendous opening game. Shout out to all my former Sunday Night Football and NBC Sports colleagues. That game was just an awesome way to kick off week one, uh, given all that we've been through the last years. Before we get started, and, and it's top of my mind because I just flew Alaska on the way here, but we had this awesome campaign with Alaska Airlines and for those of you who don't know, Russell Wilson is the chief football officer for Alaska Airlines, and that has just been a tremendous partnership um, throughout Russ's career and, and my time at West to East. Uh, we've done a number of campaigns and just fun, innovative spots together. And so our latest one dropped just yesterday. It was the inaugural Flight 3, which went from Seattle to Indianapolis, but um, the way it works is that Russell is featured on the side of the airplane, a livery, as they call it. And uh, I was fortunate enough to take his picture, which was awesome. I used the Canon R5. We shot in the Alaska hangar earlier this summer. The Alaska team did an amazing job designing the plane. They blew up the picture, put it on the side of the plane. And a few nights before the flight, we were able to sneak Russell over after practice, and he was able to see it in person, which was just you know, so fun to see him him fired up and um, see all the hard work come together bef before the first flight. Yeah, just really proud of, of that project. We love working with Alaska Airlines. Whenever you do creative work and you get to actually physically see it in person like that, there's really just no better feeling. So yes, I just touched down in Indianapolis and I've actually spent a pretty decent amount of time here. Uh, did a number of Sunday night football games here um, in the in the Andrew Luck era. I actually got to photograph Tom Brady's first game after uh, Deflategate, which was just a wild atmosphere here. And then I was able to cover the NCAA March Madness in 2014, um, which that was just another cool experience. I didn't go to a big time college, so to see that up close was was awesome. Indy is a great sports town. One, I think the fan is just the area is super knowledgeable about all sports. And then two, just the location, the proximity of everything is all really within walking distance, which just makes a fantastic experience to be able to really go about the city. So if you are coming in, if your team is playing here, highly recommend it. Stay downtown. You can walk to wherever. You can walk to the stadium to and from the game. And this is a really easy logistical city as the airport's only about 15 minutes away. And with that, if you haven't done St. Elmo's, you got to do it at least once. Uh, I was able to do it uh, one time and definitely got to check that off the list. And let's get on to the game. For me, in the in the time I, I've been able to spend with Russell this offseason, he's definitely the 
just completely dialed and focused uh, on winning and on football. And I could not be more excited for him to make his debut tomorrow. I know he didn't play in the preseason. And so uh, I think he's just going to really show the world what he's made of this season. And for the game, what I've kind of said all along is that I'm really glad the Seahawks are playing the Colts early versus Later, I think the moves the Colts made in in the offseason with Carson Wentz, I think that the Colts will be much better later in the season. But obviously, the first part has been a little bit of a mess with COVID injuries and whatnot. Um, So I think it'll take them a few games to get um, just their wheels underneath them. And also, small disclaimer, I really don't know much about football. I didn't I'm not a big X's and O's guys, but I have covered the game for a while. I do know sports. I was a college baseball player. I've been around sports all my life. And so I do kind of see it through that lens and know how sports go. So I'm really, all of this is just my opinion. And so I am in no means an expert. Um, I'm just like all of you. I just, I have an opinion on, on how the season can go. I'm really expecting a, a Seahawks victory tomorrow, hopefully um, by a big margin. I know coming east uh, for the first game is not always the easiest, even even for me. Um, you know, I left at 10 a.m. this morning. I didn't really get to my hotel till 7 p.m. East Coast time. And and so it, it takes a lot out of you, and you got to be able to wake up and, and ready to go tomorrow. So I do think that's a real thing, but Seattle's been fantastic um, at overcoming kind of that, that issue that really no other team in the league has to face. And so... Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to in, in the game tomorrow. I'm going to talk a little bit about the gear that I'm going to be using this season. I'll do more of this on my vlog, which you haven't. Uh, if you don't subscribe to me on YouTube, make sure you check it out. Um, Daniel Mog is the channel. I've been doing vlogs from the last couple seasons as well as posting reviews of uh, gear that I get to use throughout. I've established a really nice relationship with Canon over the last year, and they've sent me some really fun toys to be able to use. And... Tomorrow, speaking of Canon, uh, I'm going to be rocking with them tomorrow. I've got the C200, um, which is really just my go-to workhorse for all things. Um, right now for, for covering games, it has the dual pixel autofocus, which is amazing, XLR input for audio, and then um, it, it shoots in 4K. It's only 8-bit, and then 1080p uh, as well. Now, um, 8-bit isn't... The, you know, the best, but most of the stuff that I'm doing for is on the web. And so it definitely suffices for sure for, for what I need. And then also Canon graciously sent me a Canon 1DX Mark III, which I've never shot on before. So I'm excited actually, after I done recording this, I'm going to uh, set it up and make sure it's ready to go. So I'll do a hybrid of, of stills and video with that tomorrow. And then I have the um, Canon 24 to 70, the workhorse, as most of you know, 16 to 35. That's really, um, really for really the end of the game when Russ does the prayer on the field and as well as interaction with, with folks after. I really like the wide angle look. And then I have really my go to portrait lens, which is the 85 millimeter 1.4 IS. Um, it's just a, a beautiful, beautiful lens. So make sure you check that out if you haven't. Um, it really takes your sports photos and really any photos to the next level. The main reason uh, I'm here covering all these games content-wise is one, is for Russ to make sure um, you know he has for his career archive as, uh, as much as possible. So on the field, off the field, whatever it is, um, 
we're archiving that. We're also using it for for his social media. We like to uh, think we have some of the most innovative and cutting edge as far as what players are doing on social um, with West East Empire. We're super proud of kind of the the operation that we've built out of that. And then the other is the NFL LCC program, which started just a couple years ago and has just been a fantastic experience. Now, when I very first started in 2014. Uh, with NBC Sports, it was very strictly only photos, could not take any video um, due to just broadcasting and licensing deals. And over the past few years, we've seen a big shift and a big change in that. And so kudos to the NFL um, for really opening that up. And now um, the LCC program and every NFL city, there has local talent, videographers, content creators that they utilize on game day to really provide just an alternate look, uh, just at what's going on on game day. We, you obviously at home see the broadcast, but at least my point of view and what I try to do is, hey, what can I show that's not seen on the broadcast, whether it's a pregame handshake um, or routine or just small little moments that happen on the field is what I'm looking for, and that gets pushed out um, via the team, via the NFL Instagram and Twitter handle. So make sure uh, make sure you check that out. NFL LCC and if um, I think we're pretty much staff for the most part for this year but keep an eye out in the offseason for those openings if you're a young content creator it's a really great way to get in um, starting to make content with the NFL I know a lot of folks have started with that program and gone on to work full-time with an NFL team as as I mentioned it's really as as of right now it's it's just for part-time on Sundays one-off events that happen in the local communities week one 2021 NFL season uh I'm hopeful and I believe that the Seahawks will be Super Bowl champions at the end of this year. And so I'm hoping as I record this podcast and my audio journal that you'll be able to hear uh, the experiences that I'm fortunate to be able to do this season. And hopefully uh, it ends up in L.A. at the Super Bowl. So here we are in the Colts media room. Uh, I am just got set up. Pre-game warm-ups are going on. And uh, it's exciting. We haven't um, had fans here in a year, so like I mentioned, my first away game, the, the atmosphere, um, you know, is it, getting back to what it used to be. Uh, got to see Russ for a bit pre-game. He's got his game face on. Uh, you know, preseason's fun and all that, but you know, there's still uh, nothing like you know the first NFL game, and, and he's dialed. So I'm expecting. Big game today. I've got my 1DX Mark II, or three, sorry, and my C200. About to head out to the field and um, get some content going. We got about an hour and a half until kickoff. So we're about 10 minutes away from kickoff. Fans are back. It's kind of chill in here right now, to be honest. It's not as, as rowdy as it maybe thought. Um, it doesn't seem to be sold out, but I think once the game gets going, things will be loud. First game back in two years. Um, super excited, and let's go Hawks. Third down and six. Wilson to the end zone. What an adjustment, wow. and the catch made for a touchdown by Tyler Lockett. <laughs> I have no idea how Tyler caught that. That first touchdown was like the jump shot that Russ likes, and Tyler tracked it all the way. That was an unbelievable catch. Wilson fires downfield. It's halftime. Holy cow. The moon ball is back. Russ just threw a nasty 
69-yard touchdown to Tyler. I was able to get the shot, thankfully. Uh, three touchdowns for us, two incompletions. Um, what a way to start. So excited for the second half, and uh, I got a bust move after to try to catch my flight. But um, first half was cruising up 21-10, and uh, we'll see how things end up here. Fourth down, Wentz, take it down. For a 14-play drive, Colts come away with nothing. One of my favorite things that Russ and I got in a nice groove of uh, a couple years ago was after a big win or after the game, he'd come find me on the sidelines and we'd do a little video uh, as we walk off the field together and try to post that as soon as the game is over. And um, that, was, that was nice to do our first one in a couple seasons. We didn't really get to do it last year as much. So just really give you guys at home that first up-close view of what it's like post-game. And uh, for those of you who missed it, here uh, here's what he said. Let's go, first game of the year, 1-0. Championship mindset, we locked in. Indy, I remember coming to the combine here, man, and wondering, wondering where I'd be. That was 10 years ago. Right here again, let's go. It is Victory Monday here back in Seattle, and I'm currently in my car waiting to get COVID tested. Um, I think just out of precaution and whatnot with everything going on, I'm going to be getting COVID tested on Mondays and Thursdays just to be safe as I'm around the team. Anyways, fantastic game overall yesterday. I thought it was just a um, perfect way to start the season. I thought offense and defense were both great uh, on both sides. And uh, for me, it was kind of funny. I actually didn't have the the best game from a, a shooting standpoint. I overshot some of the throws in anticipation of where the ball was going. And so I uh, actually missed a couple of the touchdowns, and they weren't quite perfect. But all three, um, or all four, I guess I had a decent shot of them, but definitely not the best. And I was thinking about it afterwards. It's funny. I actually hadn't shot a game uh, on a hi-hat in, I guess, two years. Like last year I was in the stands on a tripod, uh, which was quite easy to grab because you just have a wider frame of view. And then um, preseason I decided to, to save my knees a little bit and not shoot down on the ground and so it was a little rusty but it's all right we got 16 more games and hopefully a couple bonus ones in there as well and I'm back in Seattle this week cannot wait to be back home at Lumen Field now it's been like I said over two years since the 12s were at home and I think the 12s are just going to be absolutely rocking this game and so these next few days I'll be editing my photos uh, that I took and, and video we posted some on Russ's account and so it was cool to know that Ten years ago, Russ was in Indy trying to figure out what his future is, and here we are, year 10. To see that journey and see it all come together was pretty cool to be able to witness it up close. And so uh, super proud of Russ and the game that he had. It's just the start to, to an incredible season. So I have some, I guess, superlatives. I'm not sure what I'm going to call them yet, but just some final thoughts from the game yesterday. Most unbelievable play was the first touchdown catch from Tyler Lockett. Oh, my gosh. Just the way that he adjusted uh, in the air. It's so hard to do. I've, I've done it playing baseball where you're, you're tracking the ball and then you have to switch sides. You know, trying to do that while a defender's on you, I can't even imagine. So that play to me was just unbelievable. I would say the momentum changer, again, the long touchdown pass to Tyler just before halftime. I thought that that just kicked things off going into halftime and really set the Seahawks up to win nicely. And I thought the game ceiling, the closer part, was when Indianapolis decided to go for it on fourth down. Uh, in the fourth quarter, and Daryl Taylor had a huge um, just sack 
of Carson Wentz. Uh, personally, I thought they should have kicked the field goal, like I mentioned. And so after that, it kind of just fell over, and um, surely it was, and, and the Seahawks went on to win. Episode 2 will be dropping next week, and hopefully it's after a big win against the Tennessee Titans. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you guys wouldn't mind subscribing, rating, commenting on this podcast, wherever you listen, I would greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week.